Hey. Hi, everyone. What up? How's it going? It's going. All of you. Oh, sorry. You can't answer me. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Empty Space Podcast. We are on episode number... 71. 71. Hey. Today, we have one of the most fantastic, amazing fucking interviews that i'm excited for we've been waiting for for a long time yes we have been trying like hell to get this person on it has been a lot of rescheduling a lot of ups and downs but we did it we did it yes we did and with that being said uh ladies and gentlemen we have one and only taylor acorn coming on the podcast Oh shit, baby. Super jazzed up for this one. Um, dude, Taylor Acorn, like pff, talk about oh. like her own genre of like country and pop punk, right? Yeah. It's it's Just incredible. Everything, man. A lot of mental health in her music too. Mm, yeah, big mental Which health. Is right up our alley. Yeah, man. Uh I think that's like why she um well, her, uh, yeah. back into it. She said like, um, her covers are incredible, too. Mm. Oof, boy. Yeah. This Taylor is a- T- Taylor Acorn is uh, is is uh, was first known for like country stuff. Uh, but then she uh, she made a post um, and she said something like she posted her very first emo cover in 2021. Um, she was a country artist struggling with her own career and she felt like she didn't fit it anymore. She was extremely de- depressed. Uh, she was close to quitting music altogether. Um, she's always Shit. loved punk rock, pop music, pop punk music in the community since she was 13. And she said, if someone would have told me back then that this is what my life would look like now, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, and then she just thanked everyone for this through her, um, through everything. And uh, it's just, it's just awesome. She talks about mental health. Um, like Batch said, uh, she covers bands like MCR, Blink-182, Mayday Parade. We'll get into that. Um, yep. Do a little mix of Haley Williams, Avril Lavigne, and Taylor Swift, in my opinion. Yeah, I dig it. It's a, Hell yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah. before, before we bring her on, um, you have anything you want to say? About what, life? Life in general, yeah. Um, no, we can get into that afterward. We can get into stuff afterward. Okay. Anything you want to say about Taylor? She's a nice person. <laughs> yes, she and is. she was gonna come on here while she was on vacation <laughs> which was like totally unnecessary but she was trying like hell to come on here while she was on vacation with her family didn't end up working out but she got home and settled in and now here she is hell yeah so shall we bring her on uh we shall all right Come on, Taylor. Let's get this ball rolling. Let's go. Hello. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Not much. Can you guys hear me okay and everything? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it came in perfect. Um, 
What's up, Great. dude? No, thank you for coming on. Yeah, we got yeah. it done. Thank you. Know you. We can finally make this work. <laughs> I was so bad. My my family, we all went to um, Myrtle Beach for Easter weekend. And my entire family decided to show up. So it was like my brother, his two little boys, my sister-in-law, my sister, her husband, my mom. Like So it was like mayhem. And there was just no way I would have been able to like escape two little <laughs> three and five-year-old boys yeah. so no it's, oh, it's, it's totally fine we get it yeah totally get it. even Thank the fact you that you were like the time yeah even the fact you were like willing to try was super cool and it's all good we got you now and um i'm happy and glad you enjoyed your vacation <laughs> oh well thank you yeah um, also thank you guys for having me this is awesome uh, i love doing this kind of stuff hell yeah um we appreciate that yeah we um we're just like pretty relaxed. Um, not sure if you've heard of like our episodes or anything, but we don't like have structure. We just we just talk. There isn't like a written rule of what we do. And if you got to leave at a certain time or whatever, like just just say, hey, it's uh, this is good. we got to go. So we have no problem with that either. <laughs> Sorry, my cat might be a little I, I have part of me. One second. I got go my cat. Go ahead. Like a little bit all right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back. Oh yeah. I swear to God, every time I put on like I start like filming a TikTok or something, and she's in here, it's like she'll be dead asleep, and then as soon as I do it, it's like oh. Time to fuck up everything. <laughs> well, Batch's dog does that. His his little dog's coming running in the room sometime. Yeah, really? have the door the door's blocked now. But yeah, they've done yeah. it a few times. I know. She'll probably start like scratching at the door. You'll hear her <laughs> smacking herself against the door to try to get in. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's all good. Um, well, hey, I just want to start off by like not even like getting into like you but like about like music yeah. and all that stuff i just want to break the ice so like like yeah taylor um tell me about yourself besides like the music stuff like who are you what do you like to do paint draw like what's up with you like how's your day going what's up <laughs> <laughs> well my day's good um i honestly didn't do too much today which was amazing um but i'm from pennsylvania originally um i'm from a super small town in like north central pa um I maybe graduated with like a hundred kids. So it was like really, really, Holy really shit. small. Yeah. I was like <laughs> maybe one of like four kids that listened to pop punk. <laughs> so nice. it was uh, it was very interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I was really into sports. I still am super active. I love working out and um, I love being outside. So I do like a lot of hiking and kayaking and I skateboard and stuff like that. And yeah, that's kind of, you Damn. know, the root of who I am. I hang out with my like four friends that I have. <laughs> it's kind of just like what it is, you know, and I work and um, obviously I get to spend time with my family, which is great, but we're all kind of like old and grown now. So when I do get to do that, that's uh, what I enjoy. But yeah, other than that, that's kind of me. <laughs> I listen to a lot of emo music. <laughs> Yeah, Sam, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what so, do you do for work? What's up? What do you do for work? So 
right now, thankfully, I am able to do music full time, but oh, I've yeah. done like so many jobs. I was cleaning houses. I was actually like, um, I think this past year has been like the first year that I've been able to just like focus on music, which has been amazing. And I've gotten so much done. Um, but usually I'm like waiting tables. I've yeah, I worked at a wine bar for a really long time, and I worked at Texas Roadhouse for a really long time. Hey. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, like, it was so funny. My boyfriend and I, we went to one. We were, like, road tripping back to Pittsburgh, and we were, like, let's stop at Texas Roadhouse. And they were doing, like, the birthday thing, like, the yeehaw. Oh, the- no. <laughs> I was telling him, I was, like, I watch this. I'm going to be able to recite the whole thing. And I did, and it was, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've worked a ton of different jobs. I was working like four jobs at one time and just trying wow. to like, you know, be able to do that and make music is really, really hard. So to be able to finally like have a breath and just focus on that for a while has been really great, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. I love the uh, I think I've been to Texas Roadhouse like twice. And <laughs> I think my favorite thing is what is it? The like the cinnamon, oh, the roll? cinnamon butter, butter. Yeah, oh my yeah the rolls and the cinnamon butter <laughs> to die for. <laughs> like me and my girlfriend would go and literally like we like we went there one time and then like maybe a few weeks later, we were like, I just want to get the cinnamon, but like the butter, like, I don't want to go there. Like (laughs) when we would work there, we would like grab them. I mean, we would get in trouble sometimes, but when we were slow and they had a bunch of them up there, we'd grab them. And they, I always used to eat them that we have like, um, au jus. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. So we would grab like au jus or ranch and just eat those with ranch. And that would be like our dinner for the whole. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, it was it was not very good for um my gut and <laughs> <laughs> what's well, with, the, what's with the peanuts thing though? Don't 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 you like throw the peanuts on the floor? Don't isn't that a thing? Yeah, I think they're kind of uh from what I know, they're kind of like straying away from that now though, because it's a bitch to clean up. So we would have to like sweep up all of the peanuts every night. <sighs> oh man yeah and i mean i think they kind of like they have buckets on the tables now so you can throw them on the floor but they suggest the bucket now whose bright idea was that making that happen (laughs) i don't know i think they're like this is a fun quirky thing we'll just like have everybody throw peanuts on the floor and then you know people with like peanut allergies would come in and (laughs) i have a funny story about that we had never like a bunch of us we're like, oh, we'll try that Texas Roadhouse place. We had never been there. One of our buddies is deathly allergic to peanuts. Oh, so <laughs> we walk in and there's just peanuts everywhere. And he's like, I'm going to die here. And like <laughs> immediately his throat started closing. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they have a sign like, but it's so small. I know in like the store that I worked in, it's mm-hmm. like a really small sign, like on one of the front windows that says, if you have a peanut allergy, don't come in here. (laughs) Like it's not even big enough to be able to see it, but no, we missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that your friend was able to make it out of there alive at least. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was cool to hit him with the EpiPen. That was awesome. (laughs) Where are you guys from? Like, are you guys from the same area or the two of us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so but- we are, but he lives more mm-hmm. like north, like a Boston. So okay. uh, it sounds like he's a city guy and I'm like yeah, a say, South Shore kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, when we ask I people, they know he's from Boston, but they don't know mm-hmm. I'm from Boston. <laughs> like you have it now that you say that I can hear it like a little bit, but yeah. his is definitely a lot. <laughs> <than> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the union worker in the city. He's your typical like Boston guy. So he's he's got the strong <laughs> yeah. and he both played hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Love that. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Um, so where are you residing now? I'm in Nashville now. Nashville. So. Ooh, good place to be. Yeah. But it <laughs> now, is getting hot. It is about that time of the year where it just gets so ridiculously hot that I'm like staying inside for the rest of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, does, does it like, um, is it already hitting like 90s over there? Yeah. So it, I think like today's probably the coolest of the week, but I think starting Monday, it's like 93, 97. Oh, it's just, as crazy. soon as May hits, it could be like snowing in April and like the weather just <laughs> trash. And then as soon as May hits, it's like, oh, 100 degrees. There you oh, go. God. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I was talking to my buddy. I recently was just talking to his name's Cody and he was, uh, he lives in Arizona and mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything. I mean, I've been to Arizona, but I don't know the weather. But he was explaining to me how, like, he's like, dude, it's literally like, imagine having a winter storm and you can't go outside. He's like, that's basically what it's mm-hmm. like here because it gets like to 115. He's like, I can't skateboard. I can't get, take my dog for a walk. It's brutal. I couldn't imagine doing that. That's like, that no. kill me. <laughs> I went to, um, I was in Arizona over, um, when was it? It was like early March, I think. And it was like amazing because here it was still a little cold. It was like here and there and the mm. weather was incredible. And I was like, I can do this. But then again, you have like the summer, you forget that it gets like 110 degrees every day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I couldn't, I don't think I could do that either. So <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. So Taylor, you, um, you are crazy big on TikTok, and I found you through my sister um yeah my shout out to my sister alicia she's the one who was like hey this was before you dropped the first date cover Mm -hmm. um it was like a sample piece you put out and she was like you have to check this girl out she's like into mental health she has killer music you should try and get her on and i was like my fiance said too (laughs) because she saw she saw the story so far cover and she was like she was like look this is someone you should talk to and I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and bam, Your wives coming clutch for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, then, and here we are. And it was it was crazy. Um, I just started going through a rabbit hole with, like, all your TikToks. And then I started mm-hmm. going on. I, I did, like, the YouTube and started listening to your music. And it's crazy to see your transition, obviously, um, of, like, country to, like, this, like, pop pop punk like new genre you're kind of like defining in your own way like you say Mm -hmm. a lot like where you're just like oh i'm just like doing my own thing my own twang on it i heard you say in some interview before but uh it's just really cool to see you do that and it's like you're bringing a whole nother like genre of people to like what you're creating and it's really interesting and you're also speaking up on mental health too which is like super big like in your lyrics a uh b you post about it and before this podcast we did an intro and i talked about your post uh about how you were saying like oh like 
I was losing my like interest and I, I was feeling lost. And then I kind of refound my 2000, my like 13 year old self and kind of built that back into my music a little bit. And it's kind of been saving me. And um, I just kind of wanted to start with that and kind of like get like your, your, you know, story and background behind that. And please, if you, there's nothing, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, don't bring it up. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, and if you would have asked me that maybe like five years ago, I would have been like, oh, I don't know, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been so crazy to see the shift and the connect with people now. Um, I was just thinking about it uh, literally the other day. Like I, it was probably about three years or so ago now where I was just like so unbelievably unhappy with the music that I was making. And I don't know if it was because I was like in a really dark place and trying to write about things that, you know, somebody in the country world would relate to, you know, and like, you know, a lot of the songs there are like happy and party-esque and mm -hmm. I'm just, I've never been that kind of person. And I've always gravitated towards the pop punk, like emo centered music, I think, because I do have like a really deep emotional connection to it because I've lived that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my life, you know, my family, we've been dealt some pretty shitty cards along the way. And I think that there was a lot of trauma that had never been healed. And so, you know, trying to put on a happy face in this country world being like, oh, I'm this little blonde country girl, mm -hmm. like he, he look at me when really deep down inside, I'm like listening to neck deep and like, wish you were here crying in my bedroom oh, every night yeah. you know, it's like, yep. yeah. it was like one of those things and um I started writing um it was actually I got signed at a publishing company here in Nashville um pretty early on in my career which was insane and um I had no idea what to even do with it because I had just been writing songs in my bedroom and um that was like you know the most I knew about the music industry was I thought everybody wrote their songs and everybody put out music and everybody, you know, like that was their truth. And yeah. I knew nothing else about it, you know, coming from this small town, you think like, ah, Carrie Underwood and, <laughs> you know, like mm. stuff like that. And um, coming here, you know, it was a big reality check. And I think, you know, I noticed a lot of my insecurities from high school and my, you know, emotional, uh, my emotions were, you know, being tested when I got here and I got dropped from my publishing company probably about a year or so after moving here. And that was really hard because it was like starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like, you know, you've reached this pinnacle like achievement and then you get dropped from it and you're just like, what do I do now? And I felt like it was the end of the world essentially. And that's kind of when I was like, you know what? maybe this isn't, this whole country thing really isn't even for me. Like maybe I need to start writing with different people. And that's when I met um, this guy, Dan Swank, who um, he is like the auxiliary guy for All Time Low now, which is like so oh, incredible for him oof. because he grew up listening, like a huge fan of theirs. <laughs> and um, yeah. but we started writing together and we both at that time were very much so like in depressive states, like, I don't know. And then I started, I wrote, um, the song therapy yep. and that was kind of like the first song where I was like this is like me like I think that this is what I need to be doing and so 
right before COVID hit was when I was like, I'm going to transition to pop punk. But then of course COVID hit and it was like, I, I was like, my career's over. Like, there's oh, no. no way in hell I'm going to be able to like come up from this because it's like, you know, touring and pop punk and doing all of that and is very, is so prevalent. Like you have mm. to do that. And I don't know, it was just like, at, at that time I was like able to write so many songs about how I was feeling and, you know, rewrote like in my head, I wrote, do that again. I wrote all of these songs, which I was like, they're probably never, ever going to come out, but now they're out and it's amazing because there's so many people that have reached out to me that are like, I'm feeling this way. And I don't know, it's just important to me to be able to share my stories and my struggles. And I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> it, it definitely is, but it's a yeah. good thing too, because it like it helps people for sure. Mm -hmm. It's definitely helping people. I yeah. mean, me and Steve kind of go through that when we're like, like Steele be listening to it when he edits it and he's like, Yeah, do we really want to put that out there? And we're like, Yeah, fuck mm -hmm. it, let's do it. Like it's real. Yeah, and, and I like, mean it's and that's something that, you know, in all of that I realized is the most important thing. And the only way you're ever gonna be able to connect with people is if you're honest. And as hard as it was, like, I remember when I was writing Do That Again, like, I, I, like, I was bawling the entire time. And I was for certain, I was like, this is a song that I'm just going to write for me because I have to write it and I have to get it out. And I don't think it's ever going to come out. And then it did. And when it did to see, you know, the people that, you know, really needed it or, you know, said that they really needed it. It was like mind blowing to me because here I am in this time where I felt so alone and to feel, you know, to like almost be there for other people by not mm -hmm. even being there for them. It's like, it's a very interesting way of connecting. And I don't know, it's, and so I just, I want to make sure that I'm able to do that for people in my music and for it to be genuine and to know that at least I'm helping, you know, somebody get through whatever they're going through. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pop punk. That's yeah. beautiful. That's what that's pop it. punk is that's right there. It. That's what it is. Hell you're yeah. like, you're like saying all that stuff and I'm just like, yeah, that's pop punk. That's what this is. That's what music like. Yeah. And, and going off, do that again. Um, mm. Keeping on the same subject. Like, that's my favorite song like that. I like my notes right here, like for do that again, super big star, mm -hmm. favorite song. It says just so raw, so real, expressive, mental health and being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I just wanted to say, like off of all that, like I'm super proud. I know you don't know me, but I'm super proud of you. because That's like super amazing being that, that vulnerable and like also listening to yourself. I feel like we it's really hard to actually take that jump and listen to ourselves. Like you were saying, mm -hmm. you know, a couple minutes ago, how like you know, doing country and you're like, I just don't think this is who I am anymore. And you just weren't feeling like happy and maybe you yeah. felt complacent and then you jumped over and you took a chance and like, yeah. And you felt like everything was going to shit the bed. And, and it's just, it's really inspiring. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, don't talk about these things and it, and once they do they, exactly what you're saying, it's like something you need to do. It's not, it's mm -hmm. not for anyone else until after you do what you need to do for yourself and that's the perks mm -hmm. of like of doing this type of stuff just like for us we we got on here 
a year and a half ago and we told stories that we never thought we would even share to each other on here with now we're sharing with thousands of people to be like what dude you're saying that out loud and it's like you're doing it in a a form where you know people can like feel it so so like personally and and put their own Mm -hmm. emphasis on it so i know i'm rambling about it but like yeah that song is just like super empowering you can feel your emotions you can like you said like oh i was like crying writing it like dude i can i can i can almost feel it listening to like oh she's still crying like so proud of you for that that's that's killer and you are helping people (laughs) thank you so much yeah i think those um the vocals on that it's the demo so that from that whole thing that's like from the very first day that we we wrote it so it's it was a very tough one to share it was a very tough one to put out and you know, especially with TikTok, like, I am a very, like, I don't want to say, like, I'm an introverted person, but I am, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I I do put myself out on social media, but behind the scenes, I'm, I'm very, like, by myself, and I do have a couple friends that, you know, I trust with everything, but it's scary, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when you sit with yourself, and you sit in those thoughts constantly, and you feel like no one else understands and no one else hears them and then somebody else it's not just like you telling one other person it's like putting it out there for essentially like thousands of millions of people to listen to and it was terrifying Mm. (laughs) I will say (laughs) but it it makes me just it makes me feel very good to know that there are people out there that can hear that and understand what I'm saying and understand you know like this is a safe place like I want my listeners to know that like whatever they say or whatever they do to me is is gonna be safe with me I'm never going to like you know I never want them to feel like by reaching out and telling me something that they went through it's going to hinder them in any way so that's like the main thing also is just making sure that my fans and my listeners know that this is a safe place that we can all feel and we can all be heard and seen. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been incredible. And I like, I'm still, it blows my (laughs) mind even like chatting with you guys about it because I like would have never even believed to be in this place or this spot, you know, five years ago, (laughs) like if you would have asked me it's just it's really wild so i'm just very thankful oh yeah yeah that's great that's so cool and like that's awesome i i was on youtube looking at like the comments on there and i was Mm -hmm. like what like that's gotta be like like what you were saying like everyone like uh you like it's a it's a safe space say what you want i'm not gonna hint like Mm -hmm. i was reading the comments and people were like you know this is saving me it's getting me through a hard time literally saved my life and i'm just like wow like that's the power yeah, of like, what you're it. doing has the effect it has and like yeah i know like you can't even grasp it, it like, like, i genuinely <laughs> it's it's insane to me and i'm like sweating like thinking about <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> like knowing that you know people like knowing that my feelings and my truth is out there for literally anybody to pick apart and and the sad thing is there are people out there that will um kind of yeah. like you know try to demean somebody who's going through something and I will see that occasionally on other people's comments and stuff and and that hurts me but other than that like it's been an incredible um 
you know, place to be and the fans and the people that are a part of it are just incredible. And it, it makes me feel so good knowing that they're confident enough in sharing their story after hearing mine and them even too, like someone might be scrolling through the comments and see something that they wrote and resonate with that so much. And then they comment and they become friends. And that's mm. been amazing too, is like, you know, you might feel so alone in something and then it's just to see them communicating on that level and caring about one another. Like that's, that's really cool to me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care if you don't care about me as long as you guys care <laughs> about each other. <laughs> and like, I look out for one another and yeah, it's, it's amazing. So. That's crazy. Well, that yeah, is. yeah, you're, you're a great person for that. You definitely pop punk as fuck now. So there you go. <laughs> well, you. we always have been, but yeah. <laughs> um, I tried to be. I tried to be. Oh yeah. But yeah. That you. You wanna. You got anything you wanna jump on? Um. I don't wanna talk too well, much. And... <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. It's just um, my stuff's kind of like going back to like the beginning. Like when? When did you start? Like thinking like well start wanting the music to be like your career and like who got you started with that like when did you like fall in love with music basically honestly when i heard a lesson in romantics for the first yeah. time <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah i'm not gonna lie i so i was always like really in love with the idea of performing but i was an extremely shy like when i tell you i was an introverted person now I was like beyond introverted back when I was like a child up and through high school. And um, music was like the one thing that I just, of all things, I just gravitated towards it. And whether that's like listening to it or playing it, I would like, I can't even tell you how many times I like lock myself in my bedroom and like sit in my room for hours and just like listen to, I think at the time it was like one of those boom boxes where you can like plug in your eye. I, what is oh, it? Yeah. I, and I guess, what is it called? iPod. 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 I was going to say iPhone. God. <laughs> like, plug in your iPod at the top and like mm -hmm. it plays music. It's like the speakers and stuff. And I, I was like going through, um, thank god i had an older brother that was six years older than me who showed me what limewire was but yes um, I, would <laughs> yeah. and I would like burn cds and stuff like that and then started with that and then i would um i found like an mp3 converter that i could like convert the songs onto my ipod so i would do that and i found um the a lesson in romantics like i just stumbled upon it like the whole yeah. album I think um, the first song was like, when, when you get home, you're so dead or when yes. I get home, you're so dead. And so that was like the first song and then miserable at best. And then I found their EP, their earlier one with like, it was like tales told by dead friends or whatever. And oh, I was like, so good. Like, one man drinking games. I can't even tell mm. you like all the times I'd be like driving <laughs> in my mom's car, like pretending I was in like a music video for that song. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, like I, gravitated towards that so much and at the time I, I didn't really know I was like 14 13 or 14 and didn't really know anything about you know music other than singing it and I would just sing and sing and sing and sing and sing and then um, I made friends with this girl in high school um, early high school and she could play guitar and so I asked her I was like do you 
want to be in a band with me. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah, for a night we like started recording um songs on like garage band. We would do like covers and stuff. I remember we did like six months by uh Hey Monday. We did like um oh god like a bunch of stuff by Katie Groves and stuff like that. And so that was kind of how I started like making music and um, her and I would do like little talent shows and stuff at school. And we would go around and there would be like local talent shows at like um, where I lived, there was a university that was like 15 minutes away. And sometimes they'd have like little uh, talent shows and stuff over there. So we would go and do that. And we called ourselves Tay and Kel and we would just, that was hey. kind of the thing. <laughs> one day I was like, I really want to learn how to play guitar. I think it was like 16. And I asked her, I was like, give me your guitar for a week. If I don't know how to play it by the end of this week, I'm never going to try to play and you can play for me for the rest of forever. But I just like really want to learn. And I would sit in the basement and I would just play like everything. I made a parade, all time low, the main, like all of those bands. Um, and then even at that time, I was like really, really into like, um, stone sour and stuff like oh that. my god that is a throwback. So, like, wow. so like through the glass i listened like vertical horizon bands like that and i would like learn all of those songs too or like try to wow. and i learned how to play i was terrible but <laughs> when i started doing like um little covers i would prop my iphone up and just tape myself playing and or like my sister would like come behind me and i'd be like i'm gonna act like I'm not paying attention. I don't know you're here, but like, just film me. <laughs> yes. Like, that's you know, so cool. Like that. And that's kind of how I, I got into music, but you know, coming from such a small town, I think the logistics of it um, and people going to college and, you know, having kids and doing that whole thing is like gets imprinted into your brain. So you don't think that like, oh, you can actually do something outside of all of this, like mm. outside of having to like get a nine to five job and stuff like that. And so for a really long time, I just did it for fun and I would write for fun. And um, one day, um, I think it was like my sophomore year of college, I was just like, I really don't like school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I called my mom and I was like, can I just come home? And she was like, well, I mean, I don't really want you to do that because we just spent all of this money for you to go to school. But I guess if you're not happy there and like, of course, my grades weren't the best because all I wanted to do is just sit and play music and mm. I never really wanted to go to class. And I was also an athlete at the time too. So it was like, I would go to practice and then come back and play music and not do my schoolwork, which was very detrimental to my athletic career at that mm -hmm. time. Too. Oh my God. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah it was like, uh, I mean, I just, I knew in my heart and soul that like, I really wanted to play music and that was what I wanted to at least try to do. And, um, I moved back home with my mom and she had moved to like a completely different state, completely new city. And I didn't know anybody. And I would just, try to go around and play at like little venues and stuff. I'd play like three hour sets of just like cover songs and oh, wow. random songs that I would just write. And um, one day my actually manager now reached out to me on YouTube and he was like, Hey, I'm going to school for music business. 
I think that we can really make it in Nashville. And I don't know, like I had like played country music like every now and again, but I think people just thought that because of my tone, I was country. Mm. And because of my name, like Taylor Acorn is a very like country esque yeah, name. Definitely. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. And so um he was like, I think we can really make a, a like a country career out of this. Mm. He grew up in the pop punk scene though too and so it we both were kind of just like after a while of doing the country thing when it did start to do well we we're both just like this isn't it like yeah. this is what i want to do this isn't what you want to do <laughs> like <laughs> and, like so it's it's really cool to see both of us like from where we grew up and he did like a lot of like um merch selling and stuff for different bands that would come through his a town in Missouri that he lived in and like when he was in college I guess at um his university there would be a lot of bands that would come through there too and he would just sell merch and do stuff like that so he was very like prevalent in the punk scene as well so it was like mm. kind of cool that we met each other and we were both just like this is probably what we should be doing instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it was interesting very interesting yeah, that was yeah. definitely meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. it was. It was very like, I don't know. It was it was kind of cool how it all worked out. And um I'm here now, which is neat, but <laughs> finally able to make the music that I love and I enjoy that took me a, a few years to get there. Sorry, <laughs> right, as long as you got there, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Um I think you're probably one of the first people that's like said all time low and made a parade were like really? there. yeah yeah like, that's true most of the people say like you know the typical like you know green day blank yeah like mm. those guys but like that was such a cool era of pop punk mm -hmm. that like right. mid 2000s like 2004 to like 2010 was just like so crazy like i mean even, when I was in high school, that's what it was. It was all time low, Mayday Parade, the main, like um, this Providence, the yeah, like yep. stuff like that. My which chem. is, yep, my chem. So all it's that. just, yeah, it, it makes me happy to also see all of those bands. Like, I know there are, like, you have Blink and you have, you know, like Panic at the Disco and Fallout Boy, but to see like those bands coming to the forefront, um, has been really amazing too because it's like people who may have not listened to bands like neck deep or the story so far or, you know like all time low mayday parade people that have been or bands that have been very consistent in that scene but were kind of like pinned as uncool to listen to back in yeah. the day they're yeah, getting all, the recognition that they deserve i was like yeah. i yeah. it makes me so happy and so <laughs> um yeah i mean that was like the stuff that I listen to, like the used, um, I listen to acceptance. I don't know if you guys listen to them at all, but that one I do. Right. Yeah, we listen to them. They're all they right, have an, their song so contagious is like one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> so listen to them, and um, I listen to bands like. Did you guys like listen to Circa Survive or anything like that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So, you know, like <laughs> and all of that. Yeah, I listen yep. to a lot of that as well. Cause like when we were growing up, it was like transit was big. A loss for words mm -hmm. was like, cause that's where we're from is where like yeah. transits from mass and yeah. a loss for words. So we were always at like those shows with like, I was at one with 
it was like right when the store so far made that um they made that split with maker Mm-hmm. And they went on tour with Hit the Lights and A Lost for yeah. Words. And mm-hmm. like, I went to the Boston show and it was like the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was <laughs> like, this is it. Like, this is the best. Like, I love this. <laughs> and there's just like nothing like the energy of a show like that. And no. to me, I think that was one of the biggest, like, sorry to the country gods because I'm here in Nashville. <laughs> but like, that was a huge turnoff for me in the country space is that you know, instead of people sitting and listening to your set, they were going to get a beer Mm, or, you know, like not really paying attention. And it it just like, to me, it's all about the party. Yeah. To me, growing up and going to Warp Tour and going to shows like that. And like, I went to school right outside of Philly. So we would go to a lot of shows like in downtown Philly and stuff like that. I remember going to like uh, Crown the Empire. It was like Crown the Empire issues, like all of those yeah, it was amazing. Oh, I think it was Crown the Empire. We came as Romans and then Issues. Oh, was sweet. Like, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was crazy. It was crazy. And um, I just like going to shows like that and like A Day to Remember and May They Parade, like seeing the connectivity that they have with their fans, like mm. is incredible. And like no one has their hands full of beer. Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> no. but they need their hands to be able to hold people up. And that's like something that's so fucking cool to me sorry if i no you can oh, please come, from Boston. come on <laughs> i was gonna say i was like sorry if i can't swear but that is like something that is so incredible to me i remember going to see paramore mm-hmm. and watching Haley williams i'll never forget it was like warp tour after riot had just came out oh, oh god and, like it was like people were starting to know who they were and i remember like their music video was like all over MTV where she had her yeah. like super hair and her bangs that like stuck yeah. out. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I remember like watching them play and it's, it was just incredible. I was like, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And to have the, that energy from their fans and the connectivity of everyone, like you look to your right and you might see somebody who's a jock you look to your left and you see somebody who might be super seen and then like you just look around and there's so many different like demographics of people all in this one space that love the same thing and it's just incredible Mm -hmm. to me and that's like what I've always wanted and I know like in the country space it was you know it was very much so of one thing it's like very cookie cutter like you yeah yeah you sing and, about this you talk about this and this is what works yeah and so for me I always felt just like a little bit just outside of mm-hmm. everything and you know people would come up to me after and be like yeah you're really good like that was really great but now it's so different it's like you know people will come up and be like that song got me through this or you know what I mean and uh, granted I haven't been able to really tour that much in this scene yet but I mean I'll go to show like it's what has been really crazy is I went to a Mayday show out in Pittsburgh at Stage AE and um, we just like went just for fun and people were like like recognizing me and I was like this is weird (laughs) so cool (laughs) and you know just like coming up and and like talking to me about my songs and that's something that I never had in country I mean there would be people like here and there that would like really love my stuff but it was never on the level that it is now and it's like 
just incredible but also like overwhelming <laughs> yeah i can only imagine yeah, like... <laughs> i feel like this scene dissects music so differently like just it does. like it everything does. is so personal we whether it's the uh the way you perform what you talk about mm. that it's just yeah it's exactly like that. We, me and you me and you do that like when we come on here and we're like breaking an album down like oh my god yeah we talked about like neck deep's new record and i was oh, like yeah. i was like no don't like it this isn't it and like <laughs> steve's like well actually it's not that bad and i was like no <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i i mean i'm a sucker for neck deep's like older stuff so oh, sometimes yeah. oh, it's come like on. Yeah. harder for me to like I think that's the thing is like I'm so into like I have my bio is like I'm stuck in my 2007 like emo phase but like I really am like I always gravitate towards the older stuff and I find it so hard to listen to new stuff but I've been trying to kind of like break out of that yeah. cycle and that yeah. habit of kind of like what you said it's like oh I can't like this now because it's, <laughs> it's not what it used to be but they are it's just it's just different and music is evolving and now genres are a little bit blurred you mm -hmm. don't really have anything I know you were saying you're like I'm kind of doing like a, the mix of like the country thing and the kind of making my own genre and I think that that's what's so incredible about so many artists now is that they can kind of do whatever yeah and you're seeing that it, a lot it's, yeah you see it a lot with but, like Belmont I think Belmont's yeah, Belmont. taking it to a whole a whole nother level like with like yeah. the easy core and like the hip hop mix that they throw in mm -hmm. and they're just, I love Belmont so much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's just like, it's so cool to see. I love being able to be a musician in this time too. But a part of me is like, I also very much so wish I could have been there when all of like a lesson, like all of those bands were coming up, like playing Warped yeah, Tour. I know. Oh yeah. Right. Those are some Where? crazy Warped Tours. Oh some things you just never know till later. I know, right? <laughs> like Wild. a bunch, a bunch of these bands, like me and Batch, break down now. We'll like, we'll talk mm -hmm. about it, and we'll be like, "Yeah, I remember watching them for like ten minutes, like their first Warp Tour ever. knew no idea who they were, and then now look how big they are and how amazing like, they just became." <laughs> like Knuckle Puck's the perfect example yep. of that. Yes. Like I, I used to see. Anybody really like? I haven't heard anybody like ask me of any. Um, or to do any covers of theirs, which has been like really surprising. Oh, you definitely Let's go, should. Taylor. Come yeah, on, for sure. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, some yeah, knuckle pucks, like, some some real friends. Oh yeah, real, real friends. friends would be great. Like, I actually I saw them like before they were even like any. They opened for Mayday Parade. I went and saw. I think it was the, I forget who else was with them. It might have been like Breathe Carolina or something strange. And like Real Friends, like I saw the whole Real Friends set and I was like, mm -hmm. holy shit, like these guys fucking rule. And so like good. I they were unbelievable. Like I went over to like try and because it was like the openers will like hang out at their own merch table and sell their own merch. And like I went to go to talk to them, but like never got the never got the chance because it was so like everyone was just blown away. They're like, these guys are sick. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, I, I could see you doing. You should do like "No Good" uh, by Not. Oh, that would be a sick be a cover because your covers are <laughs> fucking so <laughs> so sick. I'm trying to thank you so much. Or um... Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's that's crazy too because you were saying about like how 
Belmont is evolving and I feel like the same way about real friends it's like Mm -hmm. you know they started with like I've given up on you and like that kind of vibe and now that they're kind of like transforming into something completely different now they have a new like front man which is it's cool because like you know seeing them back then and then now seeing them it's like almost it's like a different energy but it's still really dope and so I don't know I'm like I'm really excited to see like what all they do and I really yeah. their song storyteller I don't know if you guys oh yeah so good oh album. yeah uh oh, teeth right. is unbelievable teeth you should cover awesome. teeth yeah you should cover teeth teeth is awesome yeah. I love that song but storyteller I remember hearing that and just being like so blown away I was like this is this is really sick because so you must have gone to that 10th anniversary tour then because i went when it when they came here um Mm -hmm. and we we know the singer from real the new singer because he was in a band called youth fountain yeah if you ever heard of youth fountain he was the singer one of the singers in youth fountain and uh i talked to him for a few minutes afterward and i was like oh like you know i've followed you since youth fountain and blah 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 and he was like holy fuck he's like you're the first person who's <laughs> mentioned youth fountain like and i was like yeah man youth fountain was fucking killer like but the youth fountain's still a thing but he's just in real friends now he's but, in real friends now yeah which is like amazing for him like i think that's so sick oh yeah and yeah. i mean for them too and especially now it's like they are able to do something that is like almost really new for them because like of they're that. a new band yeah yeah That's it's so like cool. their whole new band so they have like the ability to win over not only their old fans but their new fans too and i i he did such a good job i thought His yeah energy yeah was yeah he's good i do i love me some real friends i will say <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they were like they were like almost like a Midwest emo band when they like first. Yeah, started. when they first came out. Yeah. And then like I think it was like the second album. They were like, no, nah, we're just gonna do this pop punk thing and we're gonna crush <laughs> it with that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But so. yeah. Nice. So um Batch, you got other things? Well, we pretty much covered like I'm assuming like Mayday Parade, all time low, like yeah. your big inspirations. <laughs> like yeah. Because we say it all the time that like I think Derek's Derek Sanders is the best singer in pop punk. Like I don't think there's a better one than him. I and there's just something I like am obsessed with Mayday Parade. (laughs) (laughs) I truly am. And it's so funny because I so I have been blessed. I, I got to work um with Zach and Ken, their producers for a little like a like a little weekend we got together and we got to work and through that I was able to kind of make a connection with Jake their drummer and we've kind of like established like this really awesome friendship and he's like the best and when he was in town for the 10th anniversary tour um I got to write with him and oh my god been, like, planning this for forever and he was somebody that I would like send songs to and I was like what do you think of this like <laughs> it, it was really amazing and so to me it's like like I still am like kind of shocked that that's even a thing because I am <laughs> such a huge Mayday Parade fan <laughs> like yeah I, you know and they've their music has just gotten me through so much and um there's uh like just so many instances that I, I can just remember being in my car and like just 
like crying to their music and and like hearing him sing that like the lyrics live too is oh. Oh, it's amazing annoying. because he sounds like you said like exactly like he does in the recording. Record. Record. and it's almost even better and like their live show is incredible and the energy like I don't know it's it's amazing and <laughs> there's one thing that I always say it's like if I could be like a female Mayday Parade mixed with like <laughs> a little bit of Paramore and Avril Lavigne I will be happy <laughs> like, yes I mean those are some pretty good people to be <laughs> you're pretty oh, close man. i when yeah. i did the uh, intro to this podcast i was That's like exactly like, what he said i was <laughs> like if you like Haley williams and avril lavigne i was like then go listen to taylor acorn because that's yeah. great <laughs> there was one um there is this guy who does um like little he does like tiktok videos where he does um he like showcases new like pop punk songs and stuff like that oh, and dope. he he did one of my of in my head and he said if you like Avril Lavigne mixed with Made It Parade and I was like oh my god like that's <laughs> the best compliment ever it's happening it's happening I out. literally I was freaking out but that's so yeah, cool. I will say though I do miss and I don't know I might just be biased because their first album was just like it stays in my heart forever and ever and I I just I love it but Jason Lancaster's voice, I will oh, say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The mix of their voices together. Jamie, Jamie all over. It, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Like, you Ooh. can't. Um, gosh, I like their song titles are so long, so I can never remember. <laughs> oh, if you wanted a song written about you, all you had to do is ask. That oh, song. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's so my good. favorite song off that record. And that one and like, You Be the Anchor. And hearing yeah. like their dual vocals when they get into the bridge where he's like, you dropped the note and we changed key. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I, I know. like cry. So I cry. good. It's so good. I love it. But I, um, this is incredible. I actually, I was lucky enough to see them. Right. It was, I think it was when they went on tour with all time low. It was them and all time low in like 2009. And it, they had both singers. It was before Lesson in Romantics came out. Damn. And like all like people still like they like knew them but didn't know them. And they came mm. out and they just like blew all time low out of the water. Like it was <laughs> like they were like, here we are. <laughs> like it was like, so good. It's crazy. And like the emotion, I mean, even still, like they're and they're one of those bands that I feel like they've stood the test of time as far as like the pop punk scene goes. And even oh, still when Jason did leave the band, like Derek was able to do it and it mm -hmm. still made a parade and it was still fucking amazing. Like their self-titled album, like seeing that oh, all come to life in this anniversary. Cause you said you went, right? So you got yeah. to see the, I saw it, the, it was the lesson oh. in romantics one that I went to cause they played oh, two no shows here and they did. Mm -hmm. I think they did the self-titled the night before and then it was the last night of the tour and they did a lesson in romantics like all the way through and it was just like oh. i was like oh my god this is awesome <laughs> so good it's so good i didn't it get is. a chance to go see the uh, lesson in romantics one but i did get to go to the, the well self-titles self right there with it self-titled's awesome when oh well oh well oh my sorry. god oh god <laughs> his voice and oh well is Ooh. like hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think my favorite one um, that they played though is uh, when you see my friends. Oh my god, that's they so start, good. Like, the yeah. That part, I like. Every time I hear it, it just like it stops me in my tracks. I'm like, this is. This oh is yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's how we are with the story so far. Like you give oh us something God. from that and we're like, oh, you, this is it. This is it. It's yep. happening. <laughs> it's it's pretty rough. Well, not in a bad way. We just go, we go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, I do love them too. They were just in Nashville and I was so, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't know that they were coming and I was so sad that I missed I it because they're, one of those bands that I haven't seen in like so 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 long, and yeah. so I've been really wanting to see them. It's but, uh, it's yeah, a different it's, just... it's a different vibe now with them. Like mm-hmm. he's not what like he's not as like not as crazy. Like he just kind of mm-hmm. like stands there with his hands behind his back and like, but like we actually like we went to. Have you heard a side project? No pressure. Um, like hardcore. I don't, I don't think it's, so. It's that it's more like punk, like hardcore punk okay. stuff. And uh they played at a little tiny place up in Boston and we went and like didn't even have like any intentions of like seeing him or meeting him or anything, figured mm-hmm. he would just hide in the back. And our other buddy came around the corner from buying merch and he's like, Boys, he's over there. <laughs> and we were like, What? <laughs> and like we went over and like talked to him for like 10, 15 minutes, and then like he was like yeah come find me afterward we'll talk and like we went and saw him afterward and like it was just like the most incredible conversation i think we've ever had with someone like, yeah, it was just like talking to anybody it was just like a friend it was like the craziest moment of our lives and it was like he he like no one else was in the um in the uh at the concert at the end everyone was gone it was just me clarky batch and then parker cannon and we just talked yep and he just yep. talked and he shot the shit with us and he was like this is what i love to do like connecting like what is there like 200 people here tops that's it like i love the story so far boys but like this is what it's all about the interaction he's like i'm watching the other band standing here i can't do that with the story so far like it was just so yeah. real <laughs> and it was like it was the weirdest the weirdest thing like you can probably relate to this when like he told us he's like it's so weird when people come up to me and they're like oh are you parker cannon <laughs> and he's like like that's my full name like that's weird like (laughs) Like, that's like something that i appreciate and admire so much about the pop punk community is those the guys are just so cool like they're so genuine they like what you see is what you get and i love that like that's something i i mean is i don't know something that i've always gravitated towards like with the the artists that I listen to and bands that I listen to. And so to like hear something like that, it like, it makes me feel so good because it's like uh, surrounded by people that like think like me and, you know, want to be involved and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah, it definitely is. Like you're welcome to the club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Next time I'm in Boston, you guys have to come out. Oh, we will. So not even a question. We'll be there. For That's sure. Definitely gonna Absolutely. happen. Yes. Um, I gotta ask though. Um, mm-hmm. you're doing all these covers, right? Mm-hmm. Has any of those bands reached out to you to be like, "Holy fuck, this is amazing"? Yes. 
and that's been like really crazy and I will say the craziest one was pretty recently um so Chuck from um well I will say I did the Blink 182 cover and the very first time I posted that before the second time that I did it then it just went like like I don't even look at it anymore because I'm like (laughs) I can't I like I will look at it and it gives me anxiety like the comments and people are just like the first time I posted it it went over so well and people were like this is fucking dope and like the second time it was like then the gatekeepers came out I have never experienced this before and this is not good (laughs) I know I was like all right I was texting my manager I'm like I'm quitting this is awful. I can't do this. These people are being, and and then I just had to like remind myself, like, it's gonna, I should have known it was gonna happen, you know? And, um, of course, like a band like Blink-182, because they are so big and so many people have listened to their music since like, what, like the 1990 or whatever. it's, It's so crazy. And, um, people took it like one, way that it was not supposed to be taken but um mark hoppus get watched fuck out of here oh Taylor. my god that's <laughs> so this sick is the craziest thing and i remember um i was like in a right and one of my friends had messaged me and they're like did you see mark hoppus's story and i was like no what and then like i watched it and he had like reposted my reel that i had put up on uh, instagram and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like hyperventilating. <laughs> it's happening, freaking. it's happening. Like, oh, this is crazy. And then, um, but there, yeah, there's been like a, a lot of really cool people that I've gotten to meet. Like, um, of course, like the Mayday guys, they've, you know, reached out. And I think they even did like a, um, like a reaction. I know oh, Vic dope. from Pierce the Veil, which is like another oh, one of man. my favorite, all-time favorite bands. Like, he so had good. reposted a cover that i did and it was um bullet uh it was bulletproof and Mm. he had like reposted that and um i'm trying to think uh uh who else was it oh um the lead singer of bowling for soup had reached out to me when i did almost which is like really sick because i've been a fan of theirs for many many years yeah and um the guys from Simple Plan also, which no. like, they're, good. they're so good, crazy. dudes. Dudes and from Simple Plan, dude. And they, I mean, Ch- uh, Chuck, he's been like so nice to me. Like comments on everything now, and like Pierre, um, he's been commenting on stuff too, which is like really amazing. Wow. And so it's just like, I don't know, it's just crazy to think that like. I used to watch these guys on like MTV and listen to them. And like, I can literally recite to you the <laughs> uh, girl, all the bad guys want like well. that music video. I can like recite <laughs> it. I can literally see the girl standing there with like looking into the TV and like Bowling for Soup is playing. And like, you know what I mean? That's it's so like, dope. Oh yeah. Little, uh, little spoiler for you, a little inside info. We're working on getting him on the podcast. So, no way! Well, yeah. if you do, tell him I say hello. We, we definitely will. will. And it's like, like me and Steve, when we were, like, we've messaged him on Instagram, and like when it first mm-hmm. happened, we were like, "This guy's a fucking legend." 
and we're like talking to him like yeah because he commented on one of our we made i made a post that was just like who should we break down next and we posted like mm-hmm. bowling for soup paramore blah 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 and he was like how about bowling for soup and we we're like how does he even know about our podcast and then we immediately hit him up like come on and he's like hey i'm free in may sometimes so let's try and like make that work and we were like what no way <laughs> yeah it's just like it's like the same feeling when like we interviewed maddie from a loss for words and it was yeah. like this guy's like a fucking legend yeah. <laughs> like oh it's it's, yeah, just it's wild. crazy I think oh another really crazy one that was like like there are some there are some bands that I get really nervous to even like touch Mm -hmm. um and because I just know like being a fan of them I just know that there are going to be people that are going to be like no this sucks don't touch it it's ruining you know what fuck them (laughs) just do it you um, Oh my gosh, I did uh Diary of Jane by Breaking Benjamin and I'm a huge Breaking Benjamin. I love I love the dad rock, okay? I do. <laughs> Three Days Grace. I love it. Nickelback, I do love it. I'm not going to lie. Like, That's all right. you know, bands That's like great. that, like Smashing Pumpkins and like, you know, stuff, bands like that. I love yeah. like the dad rock. And um, so it is fun for me to kind of tap into that, even though it might not necessarily be like emo, but people will get like really upset about those covers. But I did a cover um, of Scars by Papa Roach, and he was another one who oh, shit. Like, oh, wow. commented so and like, cool. acknowledged it. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, um, because I just, I like just remember like sitting in the car, like listening to them on the radio and stuff. Yeah. And then just, Oh no! It's, it's, fucking, just, it's, it's weird. It's a weird place. It TikTok is. Weird. <laughs> it's amazing, but it's also a very weird place. <laughs> yeah, we like we have a TikTok, but like we don't like know how to use it at yeah, all. I'm, I'm like mediocre like, at best. <laughs> it's like such. A, it's like it's like crazy because it's like such a big tool like that and Instagram mm-hmm. are like because that's how me and Steve both found you was from tiktok and instagram and it's like i feel like a lot of like bands like magnolia park and stuff like that's mm-hmm. how they got through the pandemic was tiktok because mm-hmm. everyone TikTok, was just on yeah. their phone doing tiktoks and it's like mm-hmm. we've sat there and talked about like doing tiktoks and it's like yo this is a lot of work I tried <laughs> i tried for a good saw the few i had posts going every day and then just mm-hmm. got a lot with working and podcast and i was like bro like i haven't done one in like maybe a month it's just like so much to yeah. keep up with i can't edit for it, shit i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> and honestly it's like you said it is it is a full-time job i will say and a lot of artists like i don't blame them for not wanting to do it or like people feeling like oh this is just too much but it is such a good tool like as far as getting your music out there like for you guys like you guys could like do something like this or it's like oh I'm like talking with this person and like check out our podcast kind of thing you know yeah yeah you do something like that but um but yeah I I don't blame you at all like sometimes I'll know that I have to do a TikTok and I'm just like I really don't I don't want to put myself through this today. Yeah, we had we had all of uh, the TikTok pop punk girl. Do you know who that is? She's like super Um, big on pop punk. She's like a TikToker. Does she do like um, like does she? I don't. I might have. She has blonde hair, puts like freckles on her eyes, and then like 
puts random hats random um yeah see i'm like bad i like will i'll go on tiktok and i'll post mine and then i'll get the heck off (laughs) (laughs) but i only brought (laughs) i only brought her up because she um she was explaining the whole thing to me and like how she mm-hmm. quit her job to do it. And it's it, it. She was like, yeah, it's a full people think I'm just waking up quick, quick video, go back to bed in the whole day. She's like, it's not that. <laughs> no, it is a, it is hard. And especially too, if like the algorithm is very finicky. So if you go for like a few days without posting one, I think people have like the idea where you have to post like 10 a day for one to pop off, which I don't really necessarily think is true. I think if if you have something that is like attention grabbing, it's probably going to do well. Um, But I think just staying consistent, like posting one a day or posting like every other day or something kind of like YouTube, I guess would be, it's like the algorithm, if you're not keeping up with it, it's going to kind of boot you out and push something to the forefront that, you know, is maybe doing something different. So like, I thought that that's what was so crazy about my Blink-182 cover is like I had posted that like just the course when I had first started doing TikToks and it it did okay but like the second time I posted it maybe with just like a different intro it just like went off so crazy and I was like I literally didn't do anything really (laughs) different but now it's like you know and it's just like it it is very tedious and it is a lot to kind of have to do every day especially when you have like so many other things to do especially when the weather is getting nice and stuff like oh, yeah. the last thing you want to do is like sit in front of a ring light and be like I'm TikToking. but <laughs> it is it is a very good tool and I love the community of people that have that come to my videos I think that that's been like crazy so it is as it is a very difficult thing to keep up with, it is a really amazing tool. So I'm very thankful for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Our gods have been on my side, thankfully. <laughs> Love it. That's all right. <laughs> so like who are some of your like favorite like new bands in the scene that like you're um, really into? Um Somebody that like has really stood out to me. I think she's so dope is Charlotte Sands. I like I've heard I of her. her. Yeah, I um I really I love her stuff right now. Um the Arrows and Action Boys, like um, Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you've listened to any of their stuff, but they are they're so good. The home team is another band oh, that yeah. I really love the home love team. Right now. These are yeah. all like my my fiance like talks about these bands all the time, and I'm just like it's in one ear and out the other. I'm just like, <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, the, the home team sounds just like Panic at the Disco, right? That's they that do. band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought them up before batch. Yeah, we have. Yes. Yeah, they're super sick. Um, Magnolia Park is another band that I've mm-hmm. been like, just like it's been so cool to watch their journey and like. I don't know. There's so many bands. There's another band, um, 408, that I've connected with, and they're like, they sound like Blink 182. It's like crazy. Yeah, I'll write that down. Um, I'm trying to think, like, but I also like bands that are kind of outside of the scene, like the band Camino. I don't know if you guys ever like. Oh yeah, to them, my buddy but... loves the band Camino. I don't know yeah, I, I really like them also. But I've 
I mean, a lot of the bands that I listen to on a daily are bands that I've listened to since I was like 14. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I am. I'm like a creature of habit. Like I don't really like jump out too much, but there are, there are a couple that I really like. Um, like In Her Own Words is yes. a really good band. And um, God, there's another one that I listen to them a lot. And then I'm trying to think there's another band that I was like, oh, wow, they're so dope. And they sound like just like Sleeping With Sirens. Like he has. Osatia. I think so. Is that? Yeah. I think Osatia. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He sounds just like Kellen Quinn. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my. It's insane. Um, but we've my boyfriend is like big in the scene, too. So like he shows me a lot of bands. Oh, yeah. Um, there's this band um called with the punches oh yeah I don't know if you've ever heard of sounds familiar but uh, yeah they yeah they're like they were around like a, a while ago but i think they might be coming back and i think they just signed yeah. with like mutant league I'm yeah sure. so uh so we've been like i listened to them a lot and um i don't really know like though like the bands, I mean, I would say like the TikTok bands are probably the bands that have been like the newer ones that have been kind yeah. of popping up that I know of that I like, I really enjoy. Um, and yeah, Charlotte is super dope. But oh, yeah. as far as that goes, I'm like, I'm a creature of habit. I'm also like, <laughs> it takes a lot not for that like... young. So <laughs> I still yeah. listen to like all of my old my old bands and I don't really pay attention to a lot of the new stuff, unfortunately, but like, that's how we are. Like, I don't know, like Steve will mention a band or like, I'll mention a band and I can just tell that it's like, not, he's like, yeah, I'll listen to it. And then like a month later, I'll be like, do you listen to that? And he's like, nah, <laughs> like, just, just like flat. He's like, no, like him and my fiance have been all over me about driveways and like, Oh my God. Yeah. I like listen to driveways and I'm just like, I know they exist. They're cool. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm, I, Oh, look at the story so far is over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I go back to that. And it's I just like, gotta go back to listen to clairvoyant on. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I love like, um, I do like a lot of like road, will road trip a lot to like Pittsburgh and stuff to go back to visit family. And, um, my boyfriend is like very much so into like of mice and men and stuff like that. So oh, I've, been yeah. I've been listening to a lot more of that. He listens to like suicide silence and like crazy. Ooh, there okay. it is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, I mean, we, I will on occasion find myself listening to them and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I usually just stick to like, my neck deep, my story so far, yeah. <laughs> real friends, Mayday Parade is an and always. Oh, yeah. And then no. Paramore, I found myself listening to like a lot of Paramore, like the All We Know is Falling album. Oh For my god. So I've good. That's so much. <laughs> now is your boyfriend a big um knock loose fan? Um honestly, I don't know, and I've never really asked him, but he like he grew up in that scene so like he was in a band where they would like tour around with a lot of those like when they Hardcore would play bands. And stuff yeah they were like pop 
punk to the core like they their band was called a faster ride so they named it after like a faster ride, faster ride by cartel i was just gonna so, ask that that's, that's, so yeah. sick. <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> they didn't have a band name and like they were playing a show and they're like so what are you guys called and they're like a faster ride that's, that's such a song. throwback oh my god yeah. cartel like yeah but um they they would play a lot of shows with like bands like that um but he uh, he listens to a lot and bands that I've never even heard of that like with the punches he had like introduced me to them oh dope um he listens to a lot of like you know that kind of hard stuff stuff. (laughs) yeah (laughs) the hard stuff but I I mean I would say the hardest thing that I probably get into is like issues and pierce the veil and oh yeah sleeping sirens i like i don't really listen to a lot of bring me the horizon but i used to back before they were like now they're like Weird. astronomically popular now <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, uh, well didn't, yeah. didn't ollie like fuck his voice up or something from screaming too much I thought I had read that, that like his voice got like fucked up from him screaming that that's why they had to switch like the sound to like accommodate his voice. I mean, I know that like that same thing kind of happened to a day to remember where Jeremy, I think like he was screaming and singing and then like his voice just got so shot and then they brought, I mean, the last time I saw them, they had somebody else screaming and it was like amazing. Yeah, like his voice was incredible. So, I mean, I could only assume that that probably would be what happened, that's, but I don't know. That's what I heard. Well, yeah. I wish I could scream. There's like, I cry <laughs> sometimes in the car, and I'm like, I sound so dumb. That would be so funny <laughs> if you if you like covered a sleeping with like if you covered like um, James Dean, Aubrey Hepburn, and you mm-hmm. just started screaming. <laughs> Like with the acoustic, I'll do the acoustic version, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Keep your voice. Like yeah, the acoustic version. Um, but there is a girl on TikTok that I did come across, and she has, oh God, I can't remember her name, and I feel so bad. But she has like big gauges in her ears, and she screams, and she is like incredible. And so I remember I was like watching her videos one day, and I was in the car, and I was like, I'm just going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I was in the comfort of my car by myself. So no right. one else could hear me. But it was bad. I was like, maybe one day I'll like learn how to do it. And one song I'll scream in. But that would be dope. Until that that's day. So cool. <laughs> but there's a, um, there's a girl, Lauren. Uh, Lauren, I think it's Babic. 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 I don't know how to say her last name, mm-hmm. but she. She covered a sleep. She covered um King for a day. Really? And it was oh, is she is she the one? Does she have like dark hair? Yes. And like dark hair. Mm-hmm. There was like some guy that was doing like the hot, the like deep screaming, and she was doing like the Kellen okay. Quinn stuff. Lauren, is it Babic? Yeah, B-A-B-I-C. She's the one who I was talking about. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, okay. well, look yeah, at that. She has like the gauges. She yeah, has the I gauges and she's like really fucking good at screaming. Her voice. Yeah. Is yeah. She's, yeah, like, she's oh. very talented. 
I'm like, go off, but also, do you want to do a song with me? That would be cool. Yo, do it up. That would be dope. Hell yeah. I was like, then you can scream for me, and <laughs> it would be great. Yes. But yeah, she's like, she's incredible. That's dope. Like, yeah. yeah. You got anything else, Steven? Uh, no, that's... I that was everything I I, I needed to ask. <laughs> Hopefully, I like made sense and I covered everything that I needed. Oh, you to made just no, yeah, you, you were off. Total, this was this, this was, was an great. amazing interview. Yeah. Back and I'm gonna be like, no, why did you guys go off on the tangent? <laughs> no that's way. The whole, no, we loved it. That was yeah. that's awesome. Like, well, thank you guys so much for having me. This has yeah. been so fun. Hell yeah! I don't thank get you so much. To, you're welcome. I don't get to talk like pop punk all that much so it is so fun when i get to chat about bands and <laughs> things yeah. like that it we'll come back on sometime yeah, you got yeah. time. Anytime. anytime you guys i mean i could also if like have you guys been watching the johnny depp stuff yes oh yeah know? yes i was like no yes. i could go on a tangent about that that's been like <laughs> my life lately i've been watching Hopefully. that non-stop but i uh I feel so bad for him, like watching that stuff. And like when they played the tape of when she was like, go ahead, tell everyone, tell the world, Johnny, tell the world that you're whatever. And he was like, I am. I am Mm -hmm. a victim. I was like, oh, my God. Like that was just I felt so bad. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy, like just watching it all unfold and like hearing, I think hearing the um, like the audio messages and stuff like that has been the craziest like Mm, there's um i've been on this i've been watching this thing on youtube it's called popcorn planet and they've been like Mm. basically breaking down everything that's gone on and the audio messages are so crazy and a lot of them they can't even use in court because they can only use the ones that they're talking in yeah so if it's somebody else in it like like the doctor was basically saying like she was the reason why his finger got cut off and all of this crazy stuff. Like they'll never, like the jury will never hear that unless they like off like afterwards on YouTube, like listening to it, you know? And I think that's so crazy, but it's wild. (laughs) Jesus. It is. Well, Taylor, um, two, two last things before you go. Um, I always ask our guests, um, What's some advice uh, that you can give our listeners um, if they're struggling, you know, mentally with anything, whether it's, uh, you know, divorce, uh, depression, uh, anxiety, what are some things that you do that help you cope with, you know, what you go through that maybe others can, you know, use as if a tool if they don't know already? Um, I will say that I do, I do go to talk to somebody Um, but I know that like therapy and stuff can be a little bit, um, expensive. And so finding like that core person that, you know, isn't going to be biased is just going to be there and listen and, and kind of help you through that. Somebody who you can talk to, um, whether it's a friend or if, you know, like someone that you might know has been going through something similar and you just need, you know, to kind of be you know, helped through that situation, like finding somebody to talk to is so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with personal experience and I've spent a lot of times like, you know, before I was in a relationship and stuff like that, even still, like there's a lot of things that I don't 
want to put on my partner just because you know like he's a very positive person and sometimes when I get into like my you know headspace that I don't necessarily love to be in um I like to get it out and talk about it but finding that core person to just feel comfortable enough to just tell them everything and know that like they're going to be there for you no matter what they're not going to go and like tell this person over there and that's why I feel like a therapist is is very valuable um there'll be a lot of times I'll just like text her whatever it might be when I'm feeling a certain way but finding that one person that you can talk to as well as I listen to a lot of podcasts um listening to music helps um I love podcasts because it puts a lot of things into perspective so if you are feeling a certain way you know going on and um there are a couple that I, I can't think of off the top of my head, but I could like list a few and I could like send them over your guys's way if you're oh, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, finding podcasts that kind of help you breathe through it and talk through it and not, I mean, not necessarily talk, but, you know, talk yourself through it. Um, finding things like that and um, listening to music always really helps me too. But I really genuinely do feel like finding that one core person that you can just talk to doesn't matter mm. who, as long as you trust them. And um, that's really beneficial because there were a lot of times where I didn't have anybody to talk to and it was very scary, you know? Yeah, and, it is. Mm -hmm. So that would be like my one big piece of advice. It's just beautiful. That's, yeah, yeah. Well good said. advice. Great advice. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing that. And then lastly, um, before we let you go, um, plug your shit. Tell everyone where they can okay. get your stuff and listen and all that stuff. Um, we can get my stuff at Spotify and on iTunes, um, Apple Music, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. Um, just stream under Taylor Acorn. Um, my Instagram handle is Taylor Acorn Music. TikTok is Taylor Acorn One because unfortunately they still won't let me have my name. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can, I'm on Twitter, um, pretty active on there and all the good things. So check me awesome. out over there and then, yeah. Well, one more real <laughs> quick. Uh, yeah. give us your Mount Rushmore pop punk. My Mount Rushmore pop punk. Yes. What do you mean? Like who would be, you know, people like ask like, oh, like, who would like be my favorite pop punk like who like if you were at like you know people are like oh give us your mount rushmore of like basketball players and it's like jordan lebron kobe and like so and so like oh okay all right mayday parade shaka oh my gosh this is hard Nick Deep, the story so far, the used, mm -hmm. the used. And then how many people are in Mount Rushmore? Is it five? Four. Four? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Those, those four. Hell yeah. Okay. Love it. <laughs> Love it. No. Well, well, thank I you again. I don't know how many people are in Mount Rushmore. <laughs> no, you're good. You got it. You killed it. <laughs> you're not the only one. <laughs> thank you so Listen much. Um, again, um, hey. This it, is amazing. 
Hey, but thank you so much yeah. for having me. Oh, Hopefully no it wasn't like boring or no, <laughs> no, this is no all, this is this is this is great. This is so great. No, no, you are awesome. Means the world. We'll do it again soon. Anytime you guys want me to come on, I'll help you pick apart some albums. Let's go. You're yeah, going, let's... All right, breakdown. You're coming on. Yeah. We'll <laughs> pick an album. A Mayday Parade. We'll break down a lesson in romantics with you. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. All right, All Taylor. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was of so course. nice meeting you. I'll Happy see you too. in Boston. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was dope. That was sick. That was a good. That was a good time. Real dude. Yeah. Really cool person. Yeah. Go check her out. Taylor yeah, Acorn. Taylor. Taylor Acorn. <laughs> she's. She's up and coming she's gonna kill it oh my god what an outstanding person so talented fun to talk pop punk with too yeah yeah it was cool she was like i feel like she's like in that era that we were in yeah 100 percent. same like 100 you know all-time low mayday parade cartel like just that yep oh man such a great era right but yeah that was that was fucking killer it was so yeah um go check out taylor acorn yeah and um yeah we'll we'll go out with her song in my head yeah um you have anything else you wanted to touch on i know we had a pretty sick release today um yeah if you want to bring that up i gotta get going i gotta run to cams um but cam run i gotta go see cam i gotta go Are see you watching the game yeah i'm watching the game he's got it paused and stuff um Oh so Jesus he's Christ! Got a pizza he's got for me. Yep. So I'll watch that. Hell yeah! With dude. him and Maverick. Nice. No Julie. No Julie will be there and Alyssa, but I kind of <laughs> just ignore <laughs> just, that fact. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> just him and Maverick. <laughs> he's like, no Julie. No, you know they gotta be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. But yeah, hit the release real quick, and then I'll, I'll get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's Stan Atlantic release. Ooh. Holy fudge! What a record! What a record! What, what was the what was uh, what was the song we were talking about today? Van Gogh. Oh my God! Oof, so good. Oof, I don't have it all up in front of me. Um, but like, Van Gogh, Hair Out, Switchblade. Like, I think those three songs are all in a row. Dude, Switchblade. Whoo! Oh man, like killer. They're killer. Um, yeah. So that's a boot it. Um, yeah. So uh, we will see everyone next week. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed this. Yes. Um, also, don't forget Mental Health Awareness Month. It's okay not to be okay. Uh, we've been posting all sorts of stuff on our stories. Um Check out the playlist. If you have something you want us to add to the playlist, yes, uh, let us know. We will add it. Um, yeah, we've been adding, you know, posting songs to save their lives. Um, you know, if there's any, you know, mental health topic you want us to talk about, something that we don't, I know we talk a lot about, like we said, depression, anxiety, OCD, um, 
body dysmorphia. We talk about that stuff. We don't, you know, if you want us to like talk about bipolar disorder, you want us to talk about schizophrenia, you want us to talk about like something like that, we will do as much research as we can. We'll come up with some stuff and we'll throw it at the end of an episode and talk about it and give some resources for people suffering with those mental disorders. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's about, about it. That's about it. Uh, you know, go bees, I guess. All right. <laughs> uh, they'll probably be done by the time you hear this. So yeah, right. that'll be cool. Um, yeah. So. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. See you later. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.